Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Beneficial SCPs. If you've been following along with this series, you've heard about a number of horrific anomalies capable of maiming, torturing, and killing. Between various monsters, mind-bending locations, and inexplicable phenomena, the SCP universe is one wrought with danger. Organizations such as the SCP Foundation spend every day fighting against these dangers, but there are also certain anomalies that can aid humanity instead. These beneficial SCPs comprise a relatively low amount of the overall list of anomalies, but each one is prized by groups such as the SCP Foundation. While it's true that many SCPs could potentially be useful or beneficial, such as being weaponized, this video will specifically focus on SCPs that are inherently beneficial. Perhaps one of the most notable beneficial SCPs, and the prime example of the concept, is SCP-500, Panacea. SCP-500 is a small plastic can, currently containing 47 red pills. These pills, taken orally, cure a subject of all diseases within two hours. So far, these pills seem capable of curing any mundane disease or illness, as well as many anomalous afflictions, such as 008, the zombie plague. The only downside to SCP-500 is the limited quantity of the pills, and despite their efforts, the Foundation have so far been unable to create any more of the pills. However, they are utilizing SCP-038, the Everything Tree, to create clones of the pills. These cloned pills only work 30% of the time, and as time goes on, they become even less effective, but otherwise they still function like the original pills. In cases where the infection is permanent, they manage to stop the infection 60% of the time, but since it's fairly easy for the Foundation to continue cloning the pills, this is a pretty beneficial situation. They also experimented putting a SCP-500 pill through SCP-914, the Clockworks, a large clockwork device capable of taking objects and converting them into something else based on a few settings. SCP-914 is not inherently beneficial, as the results are too unpredictable, but it has the potential of creating something beneficial. The pill was run through the machine on the Find setting, and the result was a small spherical locket, designated SCP-427. 427, when opened, is capable of curing diseases and illnesses at an enhanced rate, curing the common cold in 2-4 to four minutes, as well as regenerating any cellular damage. Prolonged exposure greatly enhances the body's resistance to diseases and toxins, and also optimizes a subject's muscular system, increasing their strength and pain tolerance. If a subject is ever exposed to the locket for over an hour over the course of their life, however, they will begin mutating into a shapeless mass of tissue 
becoming incredibly aggressive and highly resistant to most known weaponry. Since 427 can cure almost anything that the pills can, it's often used as a substitute, although usage is highly monitored to prevent any mutations. Speaking of curing ailments, SCP-348, a gift from Dad, is also capable of curing illnesses or injuries, although to a much lesser degree. SCP-348 is a white ceramic bowl, patterned with blue flowers. When placed in front of an individual suffering from a minor ailment or injury, the bowl will fill with soup. Practically all individuals between the ages of 4 and 18 that have eaten the soup have enjoyed it, and will generally cause their ailment to heal faster than expected. Often, a message will appear in the ceramic after the soup is eaten. These messages seem to be directed specifically at the individual, and appear to be written by the individual's father, regardless of whether they are currently living or not. The child of divorced parents living with his mother receives a message saying, I'm sorry, son, while a child whose father died in a traffic accident simply receives a message of, I love you. Individuals older than 18 that eat from the bull are less inclined to finish it, remarking that something is missing, and are much less likely to receive a message. Moving on from curing ailments and illnesses, SCP-2203 is an anomalous device that many people in the world would likely wish to try out. 2203 resembles a standard love tester amusement machine, with a display that measures an individual's romantic appeal. After using the device, a card dispenses from the machine with a name, address, and a few words of advice. This card corresponds to an existing person, and individuals that seek out said person find it remarkably easy to form a bond with them, generally leading to long-lasting friendships, marriages, or otherwise intimate relationships. These relationships are not anomalous in nature, and can be disrupted or prevented normally, but it is still a highly beneficial SCP. Continuing the wholesome trend with a bit of an oddball, is SCP-765, Duck Pond. 765 is literally that, just a duck pond, although the description discusses how it emanates an emotional effect that causes individuals to experience relaxed feelings, contentment with their life, and justification with their life choices. After 7 to 12 days, however, this changes into feelings of lethargy, apathy, boredom, and depression. 765 is staffed by a rotating group of researchers and guards, particularly ones undergoing severe stress or lethargy. What's likely happening here, however, is that this is not an SCP at all, and is simply a duck pond. Rather than taking overworked and stressed personnel and sending them on vacations, the Foundation simply assigns them to 765, where they are technically still on the job, but are able to relax and contemplate things. They are then reassigned a week or so later to get them back to work. Certainly one of the largest scale and most useful SCPs known to the Foundation is SCP-2000, Deus Ex Machina. 
SCP-2000 is an underground foundation facility located in Yellowstone National Park. It was originally constructed hundreds of years ago, but knowledge of its existence was lost for some time, and only somewhat recently rediscovered. A generator powered by geothermal energy is capable of keeping the facility in standby mode indefinitely, but the main power of the facility comes from a liquid fluoride thorium reactor. At peak capacity, this facility is designed to produce 100,000 viable, non-anomalous humans per day. The facility is capable of recreating any known human genome, as well as generating new and unique genomes, and humans can be advanced to any age desired. Memories can be implanted as well, including entire life histories, and the facility has a memory bank of many Foundation personnel. In the case of a world-ending scenario, SCP-2000 will unlock, allowing any Foundation employee to initiate its primary function. If, after 20 years, this process still hasn't begun, the facility will further unlock, allowing any human to access and initiate the process. Mission-critical personnel will be recreated first, followed by political and cultural leaders of a given time period, inputted at the start of the process. Then the facility will begin to rebuild a global population consistent with the time period. Building materials, construction equipment, and copies of thousands of different works of art, music, and literature also filled the facility. It's recommended to not set the time period further back than 20 years before the event, as things can get complicated. People are continually recreated until the world population level is back where it was, and manufacturing capability and agricultural production have returned to normal, a process that takes anywhere from 25 to 50 years. At the conclusion of the process, a global amnestic is released to cause people to forget about the Foundation, and history resumes. The remains of a human were found at some point within the facility, dated 450 to 700 years ago, with the Foundation credentials for Dr. Alto Clef found nearby. A note was found with the body, reading, Why did we have to build this thing? When did we do it? How long have we been doing it? Do we even know? It's unknown, then, how long this facility has actually existed, and how many times it's been used. There are, of course, a number of more sapient SCPs that are generally regarded as completely beneficial in nature. SCP-999, the Tickle Monster, which I described in my Scarlet King video, is an amorphous, gelatinous mass of orange slime. 999 is playful, akin to a dog in personality, and will most commonly hug anyone who approaches it. Touching 999 causes an immediate feeling of euphoria that intensifies the longer contact is held, and lasts long after separation. This effect is capable of curing crippling depression, or PTSD, and 999 will take a special interest in those it perceives to be unhappy or hurt. 999 has also risked its own life in order to protect others from harm, and is one of the few SCPs that is allowed to freely roam the Foundation facility. 
As a counterpart to SCP-1048, the Builder Bear, SCP-2295, the bear with the heart of patchwork, is a much more beneficial stuffed animal. When placed within two meters of a human that has sustained major trauma to an organ, 2295 will somehow produce scissors, thread, and either sewing needles or a crocheting hook, and take any fabric and stuffing in close proximity. This includes yarn, cloth, cotton, or wool, but if no suitable material is nearby, 2295 will instead take fabric and stuffing from itself. It then uses this material to craft an imitation of the injured organ, which will promptly disappear upon completion. At this point, the injured individual will fall into a state of unconsciousness, and examination will show that the patchwork imitation has now replaced their damaged organ, with no trace of the original. These patchwork organs perform exactly as well as a normal, healthy organ should, and there have been no cases of rejection by the body. Examples include replacing lungs heavily damaged by years of smoking, replacing large patches of skin that have been burned, and replacing a diseased heart. There are limits, however, as 2295 was presented with a teenager suffering from cerebral hemorrhaging, and all the bear could do was give the subject a candy bar and embrace their leg while crying. 2295 was recovered with a Get Well card with the text Kairos the Bear on it, with Kairos being one of the Greek words for time, specifically an opportune moment. The text inside the card reads, Tutami, because only time can mend all wounds. Love, Grammy. SCP-662 is another SCP that plenty of people would like to have, as it's a small silver bell that when rung, a well-dressed butler calling himself Mr. Deeds will promptly appear. Mr. Deeds will ask what the ringer requests, and will then leave to carry out the request. Mr. Deeds is capable of performing most menial tasks, such as washing a car or preparing food, and is also capable of retrieving many different items, such as a ham sandwich or a brick of gold. Larger, more complex items, such as sport cars and jets, are beyond his capabilities, as well as carrying out highly difficult or impossible tasks. Mr. Deeds is capable of being injured or killed, but will fully recover once out of sight. Mr. Deeds is unaware of how he retrieves items or carries out tasks, and has no memory of doing so, but otherwise, he's the perfect anomalous butler. There are, of course, a myriad of other beneficial SCPs. SCP-005 is a key that can open any lock. SCP-006 is the Fountain of Youth. SCP-294, while potentially dangerous, is capable of outputting practically any conceivable liquid. SCP-131 are small, one-eyed creatures with the personalities of a pet that often warn others of danger and once prevented a containment breach of SCP-173. SCP-179 is a humanoid entity located deep in space that warns the foundation of any extraterrestrial threats, and the list goes on. 
The SCP universe is one generally thought to be filled with horror and dangers, but there is the other side of the coin, and anomalies come in many different shapes and forms. The Foundation is not so detached that they can't see the benefit of utilizing certain anomalies for their own gain, but there have certainly been times where they have thought something was beneficial, and it turned out to be not. It's safe to say, though, at this point that pretty much all of these SCPs are useful in some way. And while there are many times I prefer our universe to the SCP universe, I wouldn't mind having a few of these. <laughs>